Welcome to the Inspire Podcast. I'm your host, Douglas Boyd, and we want to encourage you to keep reaching higher and go further in your walk with Jesus Christ, and above all, to never, ever give up, but to keep moving forward in Christ. podcast man we're so glad that you are here with us today that is a blessing to us and if this podcast is a blessing to you please consider subscribing to our podcast please consider inviting your family and your friends to this we do this to encourage you that's why this podcast is here we do this to encourage you we do this to lift you up we do this to help strengthen you and to help you keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. This is an outreach of Crossway Family Church in Bowie, Texas. And uh, go to our Facebook page, go to Crossway Family Church in Bowie, Texas, B-O-W-I-E, it's on Facebook. Please hit the like button. We also have a page called Inspire. And we would love to have you be part of that on the Inspire page. We post all of these podcasts and We're just so glad that you're here with us today. We really do appreciate you. We want to be a blessing in your life. Today, let's jump into it. Why don't we? Let's jump into a good Bible study today. Got a great Bible study for you today. We are talking about the gift of mercy. The gift of mercy. This is something that really needs to be talked about in the church world let let me explain to you what goes on in the church world we've we've gotten into this thing where we think there's, there's so much religion involved in church now what we call church we've gotten into this mindset that if you go to church that makes you holy if you go to church that makes you righteous if you go to church that makes you right with God doesn't and I'm going to say something that sounds terrible but it's the truth and anyone that's been in church for any good amount of time knows that it's the truth some of the meanest people I've ever met in my life go to church on Sunday and God forbid it should not be that way no my friends what what happens is when you leave what we call the church but it's really the church building When you leave there, that's when the rubber meets the road. And you have to ask yourself, are you really a Christian? Are you really living the life of a Christian? And today we're going to talk about the gift of mercy. If you are a real Christian, then the gift of mercy, showing mercy and compassion and grace to people around you, that's one of the key marks of being a real disciple of Jesus Christ. Anyone can go to church. Not everyone becomes a disciple of Jesus Christ. Let's jump into it today. The gift of mercy. Matthew chapter 9, verse 10 through 13. 
And as Jesus reclined at the table in the house, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and were reclining with Jesus and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw this, they said to the disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? Well, they were a holy bunch, weren't they? Verse 12, But when Jesus heard it, he said, Those who are whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. Then he said one of the greatest things, verse 13, But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Wow, what an incredible statement. What an incredible statement. I have come to call sinners to repentance. And he was hanging out with the tax collectors and the sinners. The modern church says, well, I wouldn't dare be hanging around those people. That's religion talking. And so, you know, the other day we talked about the gift of encouragement. Today we're going to talk about the gift of mercy. And we talked about before encouraging others and encouraging each other. And I asked a question. Here's the question that I asked. I asked, do those closest to you see you as an encourager? And I asked the same question today about mercy. Do those that know you the best see you as merciful and forgiving? Let me ask that again. Do those that are closest to you see you as a person that is merciful and forgiving? One of the greatest attributes that Jesus had was his beautiful ability to be merciful to those who were sick, those who were bound by sin, those who were lost and undone. Let me repeat that. One of the greatest attributes that Jesus had was his beautiful ability to be merciful to those who were sick, those who were bound by sin, and those that were lost. A blind man came to Jesus in Mark chapter 1, and he said, Lord, if you want to heal me, you can. Jesus replied, I want to. Mercy, compassion. Jesus saw a woman whose son had died, and his heart broke for her. And he raised the young man back to life, all because of his mercy, grace, and compassion. A woman was brought to him who was caught in adultery. The law According to the men around there, they said that according to the law that she should die. She should be stoned. But Jesus had mercy on her. Jesus loved her. Jesus met Mary Magdalene, who was full of demons. Jesus had mercy on her and gave her deliverance. And she became one of his most loyal followers. Over and over and over again, we see Jesus have mercy, love, and compassion for people. But maybe the greatest example of his love and his mercy was what he spoke from the cross when he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Jesus says to us all today, I desire mercy. I desire compassion. I desire forgiveness. And we should follow his example. How many, how many of you remember the story of Joseph in the Old Testament? Now, we're not talking about favor today, but notice how no matter what happened to Joseph, Joseph, no matter what 
slammed him in his life. He stayed true to God, and God always gave him favor, even when he was in prison. Psalm 23 and 6 says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all of the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Joseph's life, goodness and mercy always followed him, always was with him. Goodness and mercy will follow us if we will stay walking with Jesus Christ. Joseph, you know the story, most of you should know it. Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers because they were jealous of him. Because God was using him and Joseph's father loved him so much and they were jealous and they lied to their father and said Joseph was dead and they sold him off into slavery. Threw him in a pit and then sold him. And Joseph ends up in Egypt and through a chain of events of God's mercy, grace, and favor and goodness, Joseph ends up second in command in the nation of Egypt. And a famine breaks loose in the land, and Joseph's brothers come to Egypt looking for help. And they are brought before Joseph, and he knows who they are, but they don't know who he is. They don't recognize him. It's been almost 20 years, and Joseph is speaking Egyptian and using an interpreter, and they have no idea that it's him. Talking about showing mercy today, folks. Genesis 42 and 21, speaking among themselves, they said, Clearly, we are being punished for what we did to Joseph long ago. We saw his anguish when he pleaded for his life, but we would not listen. Verse 22, Didn't I tell you not to sin against the boy, Reuben said? But you wouldn't listen, and now we have to answer for his blood. Verse 23, Of course, they didn't know that Joseph understood them, for he had been speaking to them through an interpreter. Verse 24, Now, Joseph turned away from them and he began to weep because he loved them still. Even though they did what they did to him, he loved them. Then in their next meeting, this happens. Genesis 43 and 29. Then Joseph looked at his brother Benjamin, the son of his own mother. Is this your youngest brother, the one you told me about? Joseph asked. May God be gracious to you, my son. Verse 30, then Joseph hurried from the room because he was overcome with emotion for his brother. He went to his private room where he broke down and he wept. Then we jump over to Genesis 45 and verse 1. Joseph could stand it no longer. There were many people in the room and he said to his his attendants, out, all of you. Then he broke down and he wept. He wept so loudly that the Egyptians could hear him and the word of it spread quickly to Pharaoh's palace. Verse 3, he tells his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his brothers were speechless. Verse 4, please come closer, he said again. I am Joseph, whom you sold. And I'm going to keep your fam- you and your families alive, and I'm going to save you by great deliverance. And verse 14 says that he fell upon his brother Benjamin's neck, and he wept. And Benjamin wept on his neck. Moreover, he kissed all his brethren and he wept upon them. Oh my goodness, this is such a beautiful example of mercy. It's a beautiful type and shadow of how Jesus forgives us and has compassion and mercy on us. It's a beautiful illustration of the prodigal son and the love that his father had for him in Luke 15. Joseph's brothers didn't deserve mercy. 
They didn't deserve Joseph's love or his forgiveness. Just like we don't deserve God's mercy and grace, yet he freely gives it anyway. Joseph showed mercy at a time when he could have shown judgment. Joseph showed forgiveness at a time when he deserved to show unforgiveness. But thank God Joseph didn't give them what they deserved. And thank God the Lord doesn't give us what we deserve. Thank God the prodigal's father didn't give him what he deserved. Mercy, 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 love, compassion, favor, goodness, grace, forgiveness. If God shows mercy, if Joseph showed mercy, shouldn't we show mercy to those around us? I have seen people in church, people that are supposed to be Christians say, I just can't get over what oh so-and-so did to me. And then you say, really? Well, how long ago was that? Oh, it was 30 years ago. And you're like, what? Man, church, come on. We've got to let it go. We've got to let it go. We've got to forgive. We've got to stop digging up dead bones from the past that need to stay buried, and we need to forgive, and we need to show compassion, and we need to show forgiveness, and we need to show mercy just as our Lord does. Mark 11 and 25, Jesus said, And when you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against another, forgive it so that your Father in heaven will forgive your trespasses as well. Did you hear that? If we live a life where we don't forgive, where we don't show mercy, we are tying the hands of God in our lives, and our prayers will not be heard. That's not me. That's Jesus talking. When we go to God in prayer, it can't be with a dark heart of bitterness. It cannot be while having the poison of unforgiveness in our hearts. The Lord wants us to be clean. He wants us to be clean by the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ wants to change you from the inside out. He wants to change your life and then through you change the lives of those around you. Let me repeat that. The Lord wants you and I to be clean clean before him clean by the blood of jesus christ jesus christ wants to change you from the inside out he wants to change your life and then through you change the lives of those around you matthew 5 and 7 says blessed are the merciful for they shall receive mercy this is from the sermon on the mount the first public sermon jesus preached in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus lets us know who he is and who he wants us to become. And one of those things is merciful. One of those things is merciful. This isn't for everyone, folks. This is not for everyone. Some will completely reject what I'm saying. This is a radical message. This is contrary to what the world says to do. The world says, lash out. The world says, get even. The world says, hit them before they hit you. Jesus says, show them mercy. Ephesians 2 verse 4 says, But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, 
Even when we were dead in sins, he made us to be alive with Christ. By grace are you saved. The Lord just doesn't have mercy. He is rich in mercy. He abounds in mercy. Romans 12 and 17 says, Recompense to no man evil for evil. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he thirsts, give him a drink. Verse 21 says, Do not be overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Romans 13 and 8 says, Owe no man anything but for your obligation to love one another. For he that loves another has fulfilled the law. Verse 10, Love works no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Our Lord is the source of all mercy. Our Lord is the source of all goodness and grace. And we are to imitate our God. We are to strive to be like Him. You know, it, it's amazing how some people, even that call themselves Christians, will find an excuse to be cruel and to not show mercy. It's sad and it's a stench in the nostrils of God. Jesus says, I will have mercy. How many families would be mended if mercy were shown? How many friendships would be mended if mercy were shown? When people look at us, they should always say, those are the sweetest, most forgiving, loving people I have ever seen. I want to invite you to just pray with me today. And if there's any unforgiveness in your heart, take care of it right now. God will help you to forgive. God will give you the grace to forgive and to show mercy. God will give you the grace to forgive, to show compassion, and to show mercy. Heavenly Father, I just thank you today. I thank you for mercy. And I thank you that you have called us to show mercy. Touch every single person under the sound of my voice. If there's any unforgiveness within their heart, Lord, deal with them right now. Bring them to the throne of grace so you can help them to forgive. And let us be people of mercy. Let us exercise and walk in the gift of mercy. Let us emulate you, Lord Jesus. Let us be like you. Let us have the mind of Christ. And the mind of Christ is to forgive to love, to have compassion, and to have mercy. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for being with us. If this is a blessing to you, again, please um, subscribe to our podcast, invite your family and friends. Please keep Crossway Family Church in your prayers. Please keep me in your prayers and my wife. I need your prayers. I need your love. I, I'm telling you, um, you know, I need the Lord as, as much as anyone. 
We all need the Lord, don't we? Please keep our church in prayer. Please go to our church page on Facebook, Crossway Family Church in Bowie. Hit like for us and be a part of our church. And thank you so much again for being here. And and until next time, may God's greatest and his best be yours in Christ Jesus. God bless you.